the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you're listening to a very special edition of Simply for Women. I love talking about Kenya. That is a, my happy place in my heart. You know, we went there with 22. I led a team of 22 people. And this segment, you're going to hear from one of our pharmacists. We took two doctors, nurses, counselors, pharmacists, and chaplains. Listen in at these testimonies. I want to ask a question that that I didn't give you in advance because that's me. First, right? first, first, first. <laughs> so, did, were there were there obstacles that that you had to face just to to go to Africa? Like, or maybe the better question is, when did you realize you were called to go on this trip? And what were some of the obstacles in getting you there? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. This is Nikki. Hello. Um, I actually told this story, I think, in Kenya when we kind of were told to go up on stage and tell a little bit about ourselves. Um, I remember sitting in the audience out here, and Jennifer had said something about um, a little girl named Precious teaching her all about worship. And that was when I said, I have to go there. (laughs) I have to meet this girl. I need to see how they worship. And it was the first night that we were, or the first, was it the, I think it was the first night or day, whatever. We were there. It's all a blur. Yes. We, um, we experienced worship at um, Bishop's Church, and it was amazing. Like, they were up dancing. You saw the, we call them conga lines, but they're more like worship lines. Um, it, was, it was just absolutely beautiful. And we keep the team, we were joking that when we come back, we're going to start a conga line during one of the worships. So get ready, guys. Look, Amanda's ready. (laughs) Um, An obstacle really that I had to, I mean, I have a family. So thankfully I have a husband who took care of my girls the whole time I was gone. I mean, there were a little, um, emails that I got about homework not being turned in, but that was all right. Um, so thank God I have him. Um, and then my oldest daughter who helped a lot as well. And then, um, work, I had to get work covered and, and I had to deal with all of those things here before I could leave for all of that time. So that's good. Yeah. Big sacrifice. Any, yeah. Anybody else? Um, I can go. I'm Hannah. I, Definitely felt called, I think, at the exact same time. It was in service. You were mentioning Precious, and I just knew that I had to go. And then you mentioned the date at some point, like April 17th, I think, was the original date. And I remembered that that was a really significant date, and I couldn't remember why. And then I looked at my schedule from medical school, and I realized that that was the last day that I had any rotations or any obligations. And it was kind of God saying, okay, this is the right timing, the exact right timing. You have to go. 
And it wasn't easy because I have so much onboarding for residency because I'm starting a new residency at Cincinnati Children's a month from now. And I remember I was doing, I think, four assignments the morning that we left. And that was how I finished medical school. Those were my last four assignments. (laughs) (laughs) And then we left on a plane. And it was just, it wasn't easy. But as soon as we got there, it was more than worth it. I, I, I think that's amazing. You need to, you need to applaud Hannah. Because <laughs> yes, she will graduate. She is graduating and she's going on. But she had that hurdle in front of her before she got on a plane and she still had to pack and all that stuff. Ms. Karen, what do you want to share? This is not your first rodeo. Yeah, it's not my first time. Um, in 2019, I went with Jennifer in a small group. Um, and so for me, it was more of having the opportunity to go again, uh, to make the changes in life so I could uh, participate in the movement in Kenya again. And there's just a great, mighty movement of the Lord in those areas that we um, participated in. And so it was just amazing that I was had the privilege to go and serve in that capacity one more time. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> this trip, what I want you to know as a church about it is that we, we told you in the video, we've been partnering with the Agape Fellowship Churches, at least the Jackson family, for over 30 years, okay? And, and what I want you to know is there's a lot of people in our world today who are suspect of missions. They feel like it's somehow something from the West being imposed. And what I want you to know is the complete vision of the ministry that we are a part of is Kenyan. We're just friends and partners with our brothers and sisters in Kenya. Steve Kabacha is the one that really started this ministry. So he went through school and he was trained as a school teacher. And he was working out in the very rural areas of, of Kenya, and he just wanted to see people come to know Jesus. And so in the evenings, he would preach at the schoolhouse that they provided for him. And people would get saved. His, his best friend is, an, is another man who's a bishop today, Bishop Thomas. And we've gotten to meet him. And they both started these amazing movements of churches, and, and they both have literally planted hundreds and hundreds of churches all across Africa. And uh, Steve had this vision to add an orphanage because they have 150 churches now, and they have orphans among the churches, and there's orphans in the nation. And he said, Would you help us build an orphanage? And that was over 10 years ago, and we said yes. <laughs> And, and so this trip was to cut the ribbon and have the first orphans there, okay? This trip was about helping the widows that we've helped there in the past. And so that's why we went. We're there coming alongside them. What's cool uh, about Hannah and Nikki, Nikki's a pharmacist. Uh, they helped in the medical team. We had other people that are nurses, people that work in the medical field here, but they partnered with um, the Agape Fellowship Churches have people that are already there doing medical um, 
events like we had on a regular basis, okay? They, are, they knew everything they wanted to accomplish. We just came alongside them. They were the one directing it. We were just executing their dream. We were more hands on deck, if that makes sense. And so we had African nurses and, and Kenyan doctors that were treating patients right alongside us, okay? I want you to know that, to understand that that's our vision. Our vision is to help them in the ministry there that they already have. Well, we love indigenous missionaries. They live there. They know the people. They know the language. They know the customs. And we are just like this breath of fresh air. We come in like an army and we help them. We help them. And you should see the thank you notes from them that have been coming in to me. And they said, please, please thank your congregation. And please tell them that they will receive a reward from God. They are overwhelmingly grateful for what you did. So I, from them, thank you, thank you you. So my next question for you guys is how did God speak to you personally in this trip? How, what did, what did you hear him say? Let me get my tissue out. All right. <laughs> do you have an extra? I do. Here you go. Thanks. Um, it actually, my, this is Nikki. I have to say my name for the, you know, microphones. Um, it, my God spoke to me personally, actually through what pastor Doyle was talking about, because I wasn't even supposed to be in the with the medical team. Um, I think on my initial um, application, I had said, yeah, I think one of the questions was, do you have any skills or, you know, something you can contribute? I was like, yeah, I'm a pharmacist, but I'm not sure how that can help, you know, whatever. Use me if you need me to, but I was supposed to be in the children's ministry, so, um, which I did the first day. And it was awesome, but I got all my stuff together when I was packing. I got my bubble machine and my toys and all of the things for kids' ministry because that's what I thought I was going to do. And so I think the first day, um, Jennifer Williams and I um, worked, and Rita and Karen, we all worked um, in the morning with the kids. And then I spoke with Hannah at lunch, and I was asking her about, you know, how the medical team was and what she was doing. And she's like, oh, well, I'm actually manning the pharmacy. And I was like, oh, what are you doing in the pharmacy? You know, so she kind of told me what, you know, she was pulling the meds and she was counseling patients. I was like, Hannah, you know, that's kind of what I do, right? Like, that's my job. And she's like, well, maybe you should come work with us. And I was like, well, maybe I'll check it out. So Jennifer and I went and helped in the pharmacy with the med team in the afternoon. And I realized, now I'm going to cry, that that is why I went there. That is why I was put there, and that is why I was there. And it was amazing. I worked with Hannah and the rest of the team um, for the rest of the week in the clinic, and it was it was awesome. So that's how God person. And he only sent me to you know a little town in Kenya to realize that that's where I'm supposed to be. So <laughs> and it was pretty cool. And you ended up helping over 100 people a day. Yeah, it was amazing. You also understated how needed you were. I think it wasn't a, oh, maybe you should come. It was, please, please, please come because we're drowning. Like, we needed you so much. And you were so perfect for that role. Like, that was, God planned everything out very specifically for that moment. Yes. And you were so necessary. and. Well, and so I, you mentioned Hannah and I had been talking, um, just talking about patients and, and in general. And 
at the women's, um, one of the women's events that we had gone to, you had mentioned um, imposter syndrome, right? (laughs) And Hannah mentioned that as well. And so just a little background about me. Like I didn't grow up in a nice, you know, home. I had a lot of struggles growing up. There was, you know, alcoholism, there was abuse, there were so many things. And and so I kind of have that. I feel like I fit into that category of not really thinking that I am, why am I here? You know what I mean? So when Hannah was like, please work with us, and, and I did, and it was awesome, that was God saying, look, whatever happened before, whatever you went through, whatever the statistics say, like, that's not who you are, and this is where I put you because that's where you're supposed to be. So it was pretty cool. Amen. Weren't those stories fabulous? I hope you're enjoying this Kenya edition. Just so you understand, we were there and we had a medical tent with 500 patients that we saw. I took a doctor, three nurses, two counselors, a chaplain, and many, many others, just servants of God. We gave away goats. We gave away 200 blankets. We had the grand opening of the orphanage on 20 acres, six buildings. Go to jenniferjackson.com to learn more. You're listening. Listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.